0: And welcome back to A Pinch of Magic with me, Rebecca Newin. So today, over in our community, I had this really great question about... They had listened to the podcast about um, self-care and the importance of clearing your house, and I had mentioned about using salt. And this person asked the great question about, what did I think about salt lamps? Because obviously, when we're talking about adding salt to a room, we add the salt and then we clear it away within like 24, 48 hours But of course, a salt lamp stays there. So I thought it'd be really good just to have a review of salt, how magical it is. Everybody needs to be using salt in their practice and in their self-care routines, and of course in their cooking, which is where a pinch of magic got its name from. Because I was like, oh, it's just like adding a pinch of salt to a dish can totally transform a dish. Adding a pinch of salt, a pinch of magic to your life can completely change your experience of life. And so Let's take a deeper dive into the energy of salt. So salt is a really precious commodity. I know everybody has it. It's, you know, fairly cheap to pick up table salt. But once upon a time, when it was first discovered, it was actually so valuable, it was used as a way of paying people. Um, it's a preservative, it enhances flavour from a very, very practical point of view. And I even know of people that put salt in their garden to kill off the slugs, but we'll talk about salt in the garden later. So it's a very, very practical, easy to get hold of. And I am all about the practical magic. So I think I shared this before, but (laughs) it's worth sharing again. I had someone come to my house to upgrade some tech for me and they looked like a very straight-laced person in their uniform. You know, they were doing all the tech stuff and they looked around my office and they were like, oh, who's into the spiritual stuff? Because if you can imagine, my office is full of statues and cauldrons and candles and books and everything that a possibly traditional office would not be filled with. And I thought, oh, here we go. Where is this going? So judgy. And actually they were like, Oh, because they were they had started to open up to their path, but they had noticed that they they described it as an entity was in their home, and they kept the entity kept like knocking off like pictures and just being a little mischievous, and so I said, oh, you need to use some salt because I thought you know it's very easy, you don't have to get into too much conversation about salt. It's easy to get hold of, and I said you need to be putting salt around in the areas of the room, and they said, oh no, I've done that. Um, and it worked for a couple of weeks, but then later on it, that energy started to come back again. And I said, well, just put down some more salt. And he's like, I'm going to be living in a salt cave at this, at this rate. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I just keep adding more and more salt. And I was like, no, you have to clear away the old salt first. So you have to, when we put the salt down to like absorb and clear away that energy, it's like we put it down, but it has to be removed. So I want to talk to you about why that is different than a salt lamp. So, and again, that's just like the perfect highlight of sometimes we can have the right information, but we need to know all of the information to actually make it impactful. So, if we think of salt, we can get loads of different types of salt, but I want to focus on sea salt, rock salt, black salt, and actually a little bit of Epsom salt too, because again, all of these, well, the sea salt, the rock salt, the Epsom salt are easy to get hold of. And it's really, really easy to make your own black salt. And I want to talk about two different ways that you can do that. So when we are looking at clearing our space, we want to be adding a little bit of salt. I always think like in the corners of the room, always being mindful of pets and children. And we leave it there for 24, 48 hours, and then we sweep it away as best we can. If you have children or you know pets, so you don't want to be putting salt on the floor. You can just put like a little little container, a little offering jar of it up on a shelf <laughs> where hopefully the child won't get, but the cat still might. So be mindful of your practice. Um, you can even keep it in a a sealed jar, but clear it all away afterwards because one of the important things here is intention. Your intention for your salt is as important as the salt that you choose. OK, so even if you had like a a thimbleful of salt stored in the corner, it's like we'll chuck all of that away afterwards. You don't want to be using any salt that you use in your magic for cooking or anything else afterwards, because like I say, it's very absorbent. So you can use any kind of salt around the home. I like to put a little bit of salt over my threshold strip um, across my doorway, the doorway into the house and sometimes into the other areas of the house. Now, if I put it in the threshold strips of inside the house, I vacuum it up after 24, 48 hours. If I put it outside and sometimes I've put it under, like there's a welcome mat outside, I put it underneath that. I just let the elements deal with that. So I don't sweep it away afterwards. I just know that the elements are going to like sweep it across the patio and that's fine. Sometimes people like to put a, a protective ring of salt all the way around their property now, again, you can do that with salt, but be mindful of the environment. Salt can be very, um, it can change the the pH balance of all of the grass and the surroundings. And again, you might have other animals that that salt might not be good for. Like I say, it can be used to kill off slugs, um, but there's probably nicer ways to do that, to clear the slugs from your garden. Um, but what you can do actually is you can use Epsom salt. Epsom salt is much more garden friendly. So you can put Epsom salt around the boundaries of your house if that you feel called to do that. So then we can look at um, when we put that salt down, it's static. Yeah. So in our house, we put the salt down in the corners of our room. It's a static thing to do. Our intention is that it absorbs the energy. So salt does that. Salt's very, very good at absorbing. So when I lived in Cornwall, um, if any of you know, Cornwall like this part of the Southwest Peninsula here in the UK. It's a very damp place to live because you're just surrounded by sea. And so what we used to do with our salt jars, because it would like absorb all the damp, is we would put rice in there or we would put um, dried orange peel because that's how porous the salt is. It just absorbs. So when we put it in our house, we put it down in the corners because we want it to absorb. And it does. So and then we throw it away. But of course, if you've got a salt lamp in your home, it's a big block, usually of pink um, Himalayan salt. And the question was, oh, won't that absorb all the negativity? Well, the point is with with a lamp, the very nature of it being a lamp is it's designed to radiate So it's there to radiate out into the environment to like, you know, lots of people say that it'll help with dust and it helps with like allergies and things like that. I mean, obviously, you have to try it for yourself to find out whether that's the case for you. But the idea of a lamp is that it radiates, but also that it's such a big lump of salt that it is never going to possibly absorb and fill itself up. Okay. So again, this is where intention is really important. Of course, if you're not using your lamp very often, it's going to get covered in dust. <laughs> Consider that a protective layer of the salt itself. Um, but then you just um, like dust off the dust off the dust. <laughs> you wipe off the dust and then it goes back into like radiating the energy and cleansing the air in a very, very different way because it's a lamp. It's not there to be static and the intention isn't there to absorb. So another favourite way to use salt, and we know this if we've ever um, pulled a muscle, we know that an Epsom salt or a salt bath is incredibly healing and nourishing to our our muscles. But it's also very magical in cleansing away the energy that no longer serves us. So if you're feeling particularly emotional, use sea salt in your bath, because obviously the sea is associated with your emotions. If you're feeling like a physical cleanse and you just feel a bit icky and you're just not sure why, use rock salt, because rock is that real physical energy. So that's a really nice way to cleanse and clear your your energy, your emotions, how you feel physically when you're in the bath. So have that, just imagine when you're in the bath, it's just, just like taking away any impurities, any angst, any worries. And when you lift the plug, just feel it, all of that angst, all of that energy, just going down the plug hole. You know, and it's just transmuted for the highest good of all involved, as it's just washed away. And then I mentioned we can make black salt. So I love black salt. I've always got a tub of black salt on my windowsill. <laughs> I add to it, and I know that it's just creating that very protective barrier around my house. And like this is the black salt that I tend to put like outside of my house. And so what that is, you choose your salt, and then to the black salt. I mean, I've seen this before and people have dyed it. It's it's like, that doesn't seem like a very good idea for me. However, my black salt is possibly more grey because what I do is when I've burned my herbs, my incense, I add that to my salt. Okay, obviously we're never using this for cooking. This is purely for protection, like protection magic or protecting your boundaries of your home and so every time I burn an incense I tend to burn a lot of like um, dried rosemary which is a very um, naturally protective herb anyway and so when I burn that the ashes that I have left over I add it when it's cooled I add it to my salt and if I've used charcoal discs um, and you know they burn they crumble down into an ash and I've put you know, whatever herbs it is on the charcoal dish, when that's completely cooled, I add that to the salt too. So there's like charcoal ash, which is naturally very uh, purifying and protective. There's the ashes of whether I've burned incense sticks or um, cones or herbs, I tend to add that to the mix too. So there's lots of like blacks and browns in there, very deep, dark colours, which are very protective. And like I say, I keep that on my windowsill with the intention that it's keeping anything out. Um, it's in a jar so that has that energy of like uh, repelling things but when I sprinkle it outside I put it outside on my threshold strips or outside along my windowsills and that's to create that protective barrier Um, and actually sometimes what I do as well because I burn a lot of charcoal discs in a mini cast iron iron cauldron sometimes the cast iron like chips away ever so a little bit and so it leaves this like rusty iron and then I'll put that in my salt too so nothing is wasted recycling all over the place (laughs) and then finally another way that you can use salt so you can add this to your black salt or you can just add this to normal salt are eggshells so once you've used your eggs keep the shells, make sure you've taken out any membrane that's left within the shell and dry it thoroughly and then crush them up and add that to your salt. Now, this salt is slightly different. Again, it's very protective. You could use it around your home, but this salt really comes into its own for protection and creating a sacred space. So, if you were... Casting a circle, if you wanted to go into a sacred meditation or do a journey, the salt with the egg crushed eggshells in there is really beautiful to use. It just gives you that that added like shell. It gives you that barrier. It gives you that very clear protection. And I know that if you work with sigils or you love working with symbols, if you can get a plate of salt and you can charge that salt by adding or drawing rather your sigil your symbol you can write words into it and then you can use that salt to add to a spell so you might have a protection um I say you might have a protection sigil that you have created or you might want to write keep me safe in a flat bowl of salt and then add that salt to your your threshold strips your your uh, doorways your windows outside of your home you might also want to do something similar if you have a bath and it, you might have a sigil for good health and you could use um, that sigil to add, you know, you could draw it in your salt and then add it to the bath. So there's lots of fun ways you can do with salt and it's really good in abundance spells because salt is so abundant. Um, so next time you see salt in the supermarket, just think, wow, <laughs> this is really incredible, really incredible, the the amount of ways that you can use salt. But as always, it comes back to intention. So when we put salt in our rooms, we're absorbing, clearing away any energies. We're creating that protective barrier to clear away anything that's not ours, anything that doesn't belong in our space. We can put it outside to like cast a circle to create that protective barrier. But again, always being mindful. If you're using salt outside, are there any like, creatures or plants, or, you know, maybe it's around the grass that it's going to damage. If so, you might want to consider using Epsom salt or just, it's not, you know, I, I often think it's like you don't need to put a thick line around the entire house. You could just walk around and just sprinkle a tiny amount around. It's not the amount that we need, but it is the intention and what we are setting there. And so just to like go back over the the question about the difference between salt and using a salt lamp, is that the salt is there stationary? It's there with its sole purpose to absorb, and you know you're going to clear it away afterwards. Otherwise, it'll get full and thick, and you know crystals have a have an ability to amplify. Sometimes so we want to clear that away within 24, 48 hours. Again, if you've put it in the corners and they're a bit tricky to get to, and you don't think you've like collected all of it, it doesn't matter. Again, as long as you've had the intention that you've removed most of it, that is absolutely fine but the salt the salt lamp is different in the fact that it radiates into the room. It has that lovely pink warm glow that, you know, changes the mood and energy of a room and it does so, do, does so through radiating rather than having the, the intention to absorb everything, okay? But if you do feel like your salt lamp is like feeling a bit sluggish, you can like wash um, just ever so gently with a damp sponge, like wash over the top. Please do not submerge any electronics in water. I'm just talking about very, very gently with a very almost dry cloth with a little bit of water. It'll just take off that top layer for you. Or with your breath, because breath is really potent. You think it gives us the breath of life is to take your salt lamp, hold it next to a window or stand outside and just you can blow over it or if there's a breeze just let the breeze take away anything that doesn't serve that salt lamp that will refresh it you know you can put it on your windowsill during any kind of moon phase that you feel is appropriate and let that re-cleanse recharge your salt lamp and then you can get back to using it again okay so intention comes down to everything but if you ever want magic in your life salt is a perfect thing to create. I have all sorts of um, salt baths made to so put like salt and different herbs um, in my kilner jars, charging with crystals they're different moon phases. And then I have like a little selection in my um, bathroom, like, oh, what bath shall I have today? Oh, I think I need a little bit of this. And so I've got the perfect bath salt <laughs> ready to go. It's super easy to use, very, very practical, very easy to get your hands on and not overly expensive. I mean, obviously, if you're using um, like a cheaper salt, that's absolutely fine. Sometimes when you get like a more of a pink Himalayan salt, that might be slightly more expensive. Um, Well, no, it will be more expensive. Um, But again, it doesn't have to be a huge quantity of things. So be mindful of how you're using your salt and the people that you share your home with and your environment externally. But salt is magic. So let me know your favourite ways to use salt. And, you know, that's before we've even looked at adding it to our cooking. But come and let me know how you use salt to create a more magical, cleansed, refreshed body. And I'll speak to you soon.